Managing your law practice can be challenging. Marketing, time management, attracting clients, and all the things besides the cases that you need to do that aren't billable. Welcome to this edition of the Unbillable Hour, the Law Practice Advisory Podcast. This is where you'll get the information you need from expert guests and host Christopher Anderson, here on Legal Talk Network. Welcome to the Unbillable Hour. I am your host, Christopher Anderson, and today's episode is about, well, I'm going to call it about client acquisition, because it is, I know everybody gets so excited, it is about marketing, yes, but really what we're talking about more today is on the what happens next. So many vendors are out there, and we've talked about this before on the show, selling you marketing, right? What do you want? More leads. What do you want? More leads. As we've discussed, they don't ask you how many more. Um, they don't ask you why. They don't ask you what what that is supposed to do for your business. It's just, you know, because that's what they sell is more leads. And it's so important to emphasize the point that law firms who do a good or even a great job with marketing, I've work with them all the time, often drop the ball in the immediate next steps, which wastes so much of their efforts and money that they spent in marketing. All right, to remind you in the main triangle of what it is that a law firm business must do, we must all acquire new clients, acquisition. We must produce the results that we promise, production. And we have to achieve the business and professional results that the owner wants because that's why we're running these businesses, right? But in, and of course, in the center of that triangle, driving it all for better or worse is you, my audience members, welcome. Because in today's episode, we're going to talk about what to do with the precious leads that you develop so that your business can help more people. And to do that and to help me do that today, I am so excited to announce my guest, Philip Fairley. He's the president of the Rainmaker Institute. And today's episode of the Unbillable Hour is follow up or fall behind. And I'm uh, once again, really excited to welcome Philip Fairley, president of the Rainmaker Institute to the show. Philip is a well-known expert when it comes to helping law firm owners grow their business. Philip really has this sort of holistic perspective um, that I really respect in helping law firm owners grow their business. He's a top authority in the legal industry in marketing and intake and sales and running the firm, very data-driven, which again, really floats my boat. He's a previous founder and CEO of two very successful legal tech companies, so he knows the business side, and he's got the first and only real data analytics platform that's 100% built, you know, purpose-built for law firms, um, which he has dubbed Rainalytics. Philip is the owner and president of the Rainmaker Institute, and he focuses exclusively in his entrepreneurship today on the business of law firms. He knows firsthand what it's like to face the challenges of highly competitive industries. He knows how to make payroll, juggle responsibilities, definitely generate new leads, and most importantly, follow up with them in running and growing a company. So with that introduction, Philip, welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Chris. I, I'm really excited to be on uh, on the Unbillable Hour. I know we've been uh, looking forward, I've been looking forward to it for a couple of months since we reconnected. And I'm so excited, and I really like the way that you kind of hyper-focused on on, on this particular topic or this 
subset of marketing. And, and I got to tell you, um, this really grew out of, of Rainmaker organically because um, we, we've been around. We started in 1999 and yeah. we started marketing services. We started coaching services, right, to kind of change your mindset, become a business owner, not so much an attorney. But when we would generate all of these leads, really good quality leads and a good volume of it, people, they, they would come back to us, attorneys, and be like, well, all these leads suck, right? I need more leads. I need more leads. I need more leads. Please, more leads, more leads. And and then we would dig and pull back the covers a little bit and say, well, okay, so all these leads are bad. What did you do with these leads? Well, we Crickets. We, we, we talked to them one time uh, and we gave them an email, right? And so they know where we are. And so it's so frustrating. In fact, at a lot of our uh, live events, we do our Raymaker Retreat boot camps. We have got a big billboard, a, a poster, whatever you'd like to call it. And, 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 and it's so appropriate, I think, for this. It, it says, it's not about more leads. The answer is more clients. And so many law firms think, well, my marketing, I'm putting all of this investment, all of this effort, I'm working with a vendor, I've got a marketing manager, right? We're doing all of these things to generate qualified leads that we need every single day. But at the end of the day, they're, they're like, well, my marketing, my marketing's over when they call my firm, right? My marketing's yeah. done. Now on to my next lead generation. Well, no, I think your marketing is only half done when somebody contacts your firm. Yeah. You know, in, in a lot of my businesses, one of my, uh, I don't want to talk about me too much, but one of the our KPIs for my team is people who don't buy from us give us amazing reviews. And uh, because that shows us that we've been doing the marketing right all the way from beginning to end. So before, I do want to talk about, though, even though we said, you know, we're, we're kind of, we're kind of lifting our noses at more leads. I want to talk about more leads in a second. But before we get to that, like I just in your in the intro, um, I'm notorious for giving these short kind of incomplete intros. Um, I mentioned like that you've been kind of a serial entrepreneur. So would you mind and, and that you've been in the legal industry for such a long time? Just tell me a little bit about like what are the other businesses you've done? What have you done in the legal industry? Just to kind of give everybody a sense of your background. Yeah, it gives me a really good perspective. That's a great question. Um, I started at the ripe old age of 23 by putting a stake in the ground, Chris, by saying, I can do this better than anyone else, right? Because I had the high level of maturity and experience at that age. Um, and so by the time I was 25, I had started my first tech firm. And this was kind of a general consulting firm. And I kind of steered towards law firms because there was a huge need. I remember the first law firm I worked with we were installing a server in their closet running needles, practice mm -hmm. management software. Sure, yeah. Right? Because that was revolutionary at the time. And so from there, it just went and kept evolving because doing such great work, I'd just get more referrals. And in fact, my first my first company, Sky Technology, that I, I think there was probably about 65% of my clients ended up being law firms. Mm -hmm. Um, then my second company on that, while I was running that, there was a big need for kind of residential services, just like in what I would call in the trenches work. You think of geek squad, right? Sure. So I had a company yeah. called home tech where I had all these engineers running out, setting up wireless networks. And a lot of them were for the owners of the law firms. 
that were sure, clients exactly. of us on the business side of it, right? So sold off both of those companies, started a voice over IP phone system, which once again was dipping into the legal field because just mm-hmm. the need of always being able to answer the phone or have, if the phone wasn't answered, being able to forward that over to a calling service or or what have you. So I went through th- those arenas and then we developed some software. So it was always kind of in the legal realm. And then about five years ago, I went full in at Rainmaker. Um, there's mm-hmm. kind of an interesting story with that. The founder of the company, Stephen Fairley, which was my brother, was a real titan in this industry. He was the first person to really ever get up and teach people about legal marketing for law firms. And this was back in the mid-90s when he started yeah. doing that, right? And so he just really educated the entire industry that, yeah, you can't sell, but you better market. And there's a right way and a wrong way. There's good opportunities and there's a lot of people that will take advantage of, you know, the budgets that law firms put towards marketing. So that was the journey that he was creating Rainmaker Institute during that time. And it was great because both of us were developing our legal companies. We're both working, you know, he not so much on the technology side, but I was working on the technology side while he was building up the coaching, consulting and education side. And so we were always kind of hand in hand. And then unfortunately, a few years ago, that uh, one of the reasons why I took over Rainmaker is because I think a lot of you on here have either had a phone call, gotten a phone call, know somebody who's gotten those type of phone calls. And uh, whether it's from a partner, a spouse, and mine was from a sibling. And then that's the worst type of phone calls when you get a really ugly diagnosis of cancer. So it really shook our family because uh, really close to, to my brother, you know, we shared bedrooms, bunk beds together. We lived in three different states, like 2,000 miles apart in, during our adult years. So just best friends, right? And so having that really shake the foundation of, of, of our family, I decided to sell off my two companies that were still successful in Chicago. And within eight weeks, I had sold everything and moved down here to Arizona to take care of my brother and take over Rainmaker. It's amazing. I tell that story and and sometimes I'll tell a longer version and sometimes a shorter one, depending upon my level of emotion with it. Because if you know Rainmaker, you know Stephen Fairley and there's five out of 10 law firms he touched. But I tell that not to say that I'm a good brother, because I think a lot of you on here that have a close sibling would do it. But I tell you that because I learned so many lessons. My first businesses, my clients were personal. I wore them on my sleeve. When I would lose one or gain one, it was like a high or a low. And then going, right? You know what I mean, Chris, right? Yeah. And then going through all of that, selling, starting other companies, and then selling and taking over Rainmaker, I learned that in order to scale your business, you still have to have those close relationships, but you can't take things personal. You have to take things based upon data. So it really yep. changed my approach to everything business that that we do and that I do, um, but specifically at Rainmaker. And so those that, that's my journey of business ownership and entrepreneurship until, until I took over Rainmaker. And perfect timing, right? When everything was great and then all of a sudden this thing called COVID, which changed yeah, everything. Yeah, no, I know. I know, it did. But yeah, I mean, you've, and I think you've taken Rainmaker in a different and, and, and new direction as well as, you know, really preserving a lot of the old stuff that just works because it just works. Um, but so let's, let's, let's take that experience, that journey now and talk a little bit about what are you seeing right now 
as the way that law firms are generating more leads today that, that you think that your data, your clients are showing you is working? Like you had mentioned before with our business analytics tool, we call Rainalytics. And so we're measuring thousands of law firms in their live data right now. So we're looking at trends. We see what's moving the needle. And there's one thing that's separating every firm from its competitors right now. And I got to tell you, it's it's a big blue ocean and the opportunity is there. It's the most disruptive thing that I've seen in marketing. And it's not new um, since, right. since Google launched its local service ads. Local service ads changed the landscape of, of paid advertising and marketing on, on online. And that really, and I remember when we were first starting with LSAs, we were getting clients for our law firm clients. We were generating them for $20 a, lead, a, a client. $30 a client. Not so much anymore, right? It's different. No, no. But right now, video. It's not new, but I have never seen on an, an, a seven-inch piece of plastic drop the biggest grown men and women to their knees than their phone that they're told to record video on. Right. Uh, the statistics are with when you implement video in your marketing it's about a 68% increase in response. In different things like email, it's over a 250% increase in response. Yeah, so I was just going to say, like, when you say video, like, on what medium? Like, so are we talking TikTok? Are we talking Facebook Reels? Are we talking embedded in emails? Where Where is video working? Right. Well, right now, I think there's around seven or eight different platforms and venues um, that video should be used. Um, you mentioned some of them, right? Yeah. Um, it all starts and stops with YouTube. Uh, well, I wouldn't right. say stops, but that's really the start, the genesis of where your videos should be. Um, but these have to be different types of videos. They, they're not law and order, like movie set quality. <laughs> we know there's a lot of them out there. And I have to tell you, they're beautiful, but they don't get any response. They get really? no response. The, the, like, so you're saying the well-produced ones don't work as well. They just don't. You know who they huh. work for? The attorney. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Their ego, right? They're, just like they're, just like a lot of you guys have probably been sold the magazine cover for Law Magazine of, of California or whatever, right? Right, it, right. It's, it's a pride thing. And that's okay. But what people are consuming right now, they go to Netflix to consume that. What people are consuming right now are two different types, what I would call short and long forms. Long mm -hmm. forms, usually over three minutes four minutes, five minutes, like eight minutes max. That's a great platform for YouTube because actually you start showing up where people are searching as long as you SEO the title and the description, right? right? And you make it an amateur video that's been professionally edited instead of just a fly by the seat. Now the short forms, those are usually under a minute, 90 seconds, 15, 30 seconds, a lot of what we're doing is taking those long forms and repurposing them for other platforms. So you shoot yeah. once and you distribute that information everywhere. So for platforms that you absolutely need to be on, YouTube, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Even if you're a okay. criminal defense attorney, you should be putting it on LinkedIn. Why? Because there's pieces of software that you can schedule that will just send it to all these different platforms, right? Nice, yeah. Um, after you exhaust that, then you start looking, because that's the lowest hanging fruit. Until you've maximized those, don't don't fall for I'm going to make a million dollars every month with TikTok ads until right. you've done that on Facebook and YouTube. Okay. Well, that makes a lot of sense. 
we're going to come back and we're going to talk about the mistakes that we make in wasting the leads that we've got. We'll be right back. Delegate out those tasks that take up your time. Staffy can help you with your legal, administrative, marketing, and even client-facing workload. Hiring Staffy's top-notch bilingual virtual staff means Staffy does the recruiting, hiring, and training for you. Then, if you need a change, Staffy handles it. You get to concentrate on your strategic work. Schedule a free consultation at staffy.cc. That's S-T-A-F-I dot C-C and get $500 off with code HAPPY24. Law Clerk's nationwide network of talented freelance lawyers is trusted by thousands of law firms. Solo attorneys and firms can get help with project-based work and also ongoing work via a subscription. Sign up is free and there are no monthly fees. You only pay when you delegate work. Plus, Law Clerk has a new app for your mobile device to help you manage the work you've delegated while you're on the go. Be sure to use referral code UNBILLABLE when you sign up at lawclerk.legal. And welcome back to the Unbillable Hour. We're talking with Philip Fairley. Philip, again, is the uh, president of the Rainmaker Institute. Now we're going to turn and, and teach what Philip used to teach, I mean, what Stephen used to teach and what Philip is teaching, what the Rainmaker Institute is kind of all about, which is, all right, we've got these great leads coming in. Let's not mess it up, right? Let's let's not fall for the, the, the you know, if, if I don't have enough clients, that the answer is always more leads. It's what you do with the leads. Let's just talk about what not to do first, Philip, if that's right. So how are law firms not taking care of the gold? Not answering their phone live and answering every call and returning every message within 60 seconds. Yeah. And that's like the first time I ever met your brother. He was doing one of the Rainmaker retreats and he was rattling off some statistics about what like what happens when people call law firms. And I was just I, I, I went up afterwards was like, you're full of it. That's not true. And he showed me the data. But like, so talk a little bit about what you mean when you say not actually film. Like, what's really happening? Like, because I know what you do is you actually call these firms to find out. So what's happening? Yeah, we do a lot of secret shoppers. Um, what's happening is poor experience, unlike any other industry that works with clients. It's really a sad state. And I understand some of the reasons why, because attorneys are busy, right? And law firms don't always answer the phone, one, appropriately or in a timely manner. Um, we still get people that, that pick up their phone and say, hello, law firm. I'm yeah. like, Chris, who does that? I'm like, hello, gas station. Hey, <laughs> bank. I'm like, this is your brand. And the biggest reason, um, now as you scale up, if you've got over 15 people, 20 people in your firm, you've already have this. Firms underneath that really, really struggle with this. And that's to have a dedicated person. We coined back in, I think it was 2000 or 2001. I have to look at the date. Other people take credit for it now, but I'm, I'm fine with that because I just want people to realize the value of this person that's dedicated. We call this person, you may call them intake, and, and we do as well because most law firms, they understand what that means. We call them directors of first impression. Mm -hmm. And their main job is... They have probably they probably have five responsibilities, right? And there's six or seven, but I don't want to digress too deeply here. But their first responsibility is to answer the phone live, right, all the time. Um, and you as a business owner, it's your responsibility to make sure it happens. Maybe not your fault if it doesn't, but it's your responsibility. So you have to make a plan. You just can't say answer the phone because what if they're on another call? 
right? So you have to have a system that will roll to somebody else, like a calling service or a backup person. But the, the directors of first impression, their first job is to answer the phone. Their second responsibility is to answer the phone. Their third responsibility is to answer the phone. Their fourth responsibility is to answer the phone. You know what their fifth responsibility is? Everything else. And I would maybe even put in a 4B in there is actually how we train our intake staff is to make more outbound calls than they get inbound mm. calls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can talk about that in a second. But out with, unless you have somebody that's dedicated to this role, like that's their first, second, third, fourth, fifth priority, getting the mail, entering in data here, moving paper over there, whatever else they want to do. And, and you may ask me, okay, that's good, but why should I do that? One, they'll pay for themselves within two to three months because they're thinking about this all the time, right? The other thing to understand about your director of first impression, and most law firms are shocked, but then when they understand it, 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 it makes a little bit more sense to them. Um, these are the people, I don't care how good your website is, I don't care how many reviews you have, how many videos you have, how many referrals you're getting, and who referred you. Um, these directors of first impression are literally in charge of your cash flow. They're gonna determine whether somebody sets an appointment with you or goes and sets an appointment with your competitor. Because you realize there's, everybody's got two, three, four, five attorneys on their list of people to call. And you also know if you get a referral, they're still most likely calling another law firm as well. I think you actually hit the key, right? The, like you can't do anything if you don't answer the phone. And you said, you said something, I think you said within 60 seconds, Yeah. right? So that's key number one. So that's why that's priority one, two, three, and four. But so, all right, now they've picked up the phone. What do you mean by that they're what, that they're now in charge of your cash flow? Like, what can they do right? What do they do wrong? So what they can do wrong is to be an appointment setter. Oh, mm, here's your mm-hmm. problem. What time would you like to meet the attorney? That's wrong. Which I'd say that's how a lot of firms do it. I would say that's how the vast majority do it. Yep. They turn them into an appointment center because they may be having a receptionist. They may be an afterthought. Well, this is our lowest paid person. Let's put them in front of the phones. So if they're an order taker, you're still going to get clients or leads that will set appointments. You'll get the lowest hanging fruit. But not everybody's ready to buy. Not everybody even knows if they have a legal case at this time. They may be just find, trying to find out what's going on and what their options are. And guess what? Every law firm typically sounds the same. So this director yep. of first impression, not only do they, you know, obviously greet them with the name of their law firm, please, for God's sake, do that, um, because you pay a lot for that brand. Please don't skip over that. But then not just being curious, but listening to them, empathizing, it, active listening, like like what you're doing right now, Chris, you're, you're listening to me and you're interjecting a, a positive affirmation or maybe a little follow-up injection question, active listening. And then huh? what did you, do- you say? <laughs> no, just Once again, another dad joke, Chris, that's all I got yeah, I so know. I can relate. <laughs> so, so yeah, they're interacting. You're probably not like, you probably actually want someone who's not just like, oh, we don't know what else to do with them. Let's put them on the phone. You want someone who... Like, you know, these people and, and like for the lawyers who are listening, like, like you're, you're out there, you're, you're having dinner or you're buying a mattress or you're, I don't know, going to the bank and all you'll run into these people and you'll be like, wow, they just, they just lit up the room. Yes. Like hire them for this, right? right? 
Yeah, yeah. Like what are the simple little silly strategies we teach? Um, if you're having a problem with intake, put a little mirror by their front of their desk. So when they answer the phone, they're looking at themselves and you better be smiling because you can hear a smile. Right. Yep. Yeah, it's so, absolutely true. Empathizing with them. Oh, my gosh. You would be surprised, especially in like workers comp or PI or, or, or some of those things that are much more physically maybe, you know, involved with, with a, a lead. Like, oh, I can't believe this is happening. Man, this is a really tough spot, right? And you don't have to be silly about your empathy and everybody's empathized. What does that mean? Active listening and where it makes sense during the conversation. Be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you're going through this, right? But the biggest part of it is, is what we call UCAs or unique competitive advantages. Mm-hmm. Because when somebody calls your firm, they only have one question on their mind, Chris. How much? Well, no, <laughs> not even. Nope. No, okay. that's what they may ask you, right? Yeah. You know this, you get those phone calls. Why should I hire you? Yeah. Right. So unique competitive advantage, you know, answer law firm or ABC law firm. Yeah. What time would you like? Are you free next Thursday? Yeah. 2 p.m. Yeah. Done. Okay. See you then. Bye. Right. That's how a typical intake call will happen. But if you're actively listening, you're showing realistic empathy, right? Not over the top car salesman empathy, but then interjecting your UCAs or unique competitive advantages. Like what makes your firm different? Like if you're in California, you can be a certified mediation specialist. Sure. Other states are like, you'll go to jail via the bar if you say you're a specialist, right? Right. Um, or these are some, if you're a personal injury this is how much money I've recovered. That's why you see those big billboards with billions of dollars on them, right? What's some awards that you've won? It's not, my unique competitive advantage is not, we have good customer service and and, and, and we have good communication. Everybody says that, right? But what can you drill down in your firm that you could be a party of one or two of in your area? Like I work directly, if I'm in employment law, we've got an employment attorney in Memphis. I am special counsel to the mayor of Memphis on all rep- all employee-related matters. That's what we taught their intake people to tell. And when I say unique competitive advantage, I mean using it proactively. You have to insert it. Yeah, putting it out there. Yeah, because just find a place to insert it. Because now if you're going through, you're empathizing with them, you're asking some smart questions and not getting all the details. And by the way, doing this all within 10 minutes or less because your intake right. question shouldn't take longer than that because you're missing calls if you take longer. But but then you're telling them, you're answering their question, why should I hire you, that your competitors aren't doing. You're telling them why I'm different. Because every law firm, you know, they, that's why you're a divorce attorney and you get calls for bankruptcy. Your, your websites look the same. You're on the steps of the courtroom with the scales of justice in the upper right-hand corner. And they just think you're scary and want to take their money. So when you empathize, active listen, and you insert things that your competitors can't say, now you've set yourself apart. Then you can ask Absolutely. for the appointment. Well, you know, Philip, I, we could do clearly an entire show on just the intake call. And oh my gosh, we should. Yes. One of the things I'm going to tease everybody with right now before we go to break is people probably have a lot of questions about what you just said. And listeners of my program know, and I hope you know that you know we do a uh, call-in show called the uh, Community Table. Would you be willing to answer those questions in the June uh, edition of the Community Table? Only if they will pepper me with questions, I would be more than willing. Because one of the things, we call ourselves Rainmaker Institute, not Rainmaker Marketing, not Rainmaker Lead Conversion. We educate. And we understand if we educate, 
We get clients, clients that, that don't have the funds, they have time, we teach them how to do it. I would love to, I'd love to answer all the questions. I, 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 I could talk this all day long because it's the difference between a good firm and a great firm that's your intake. Fantastic. So yeah, that's the third Thursday at three o'clock Eastern. Um, and so for the June show, which is June 15th, I believe, Philip Fairley says he's going to be on it. Yay! Okay, we we need to go to break. When we come back, we are going to leave and take because I want to talk to you about at least two additional things. One of which is, okay, between that initial contact and intake, what do you do? Or what do you see law firms not doing to make sure that they get to that sales call? And the the other thing is I just want to talk, because we talked a little bit about analytics, I want to talk a little bit more about being data-driven. But first... We've got some data-driven sponsors who'd like you to listen to their message. So here we go. Find out how TimeSolve fits your firm. With six different ways to track time, surely one will fit, even on the go. Or quickly estimate flat fee projects. Batch payments for hundreds of invoices at once with TimeSolve Pay. Getting paid quickly is a great fit. And TimeSolve fits with the other tools you use, QuickBooks, LawPay, NetDocuments, LawRuler, Microsoft, all just plug in. Try TimeSolve free. Get a $100 Amazon gift card when you sign up. TimeSolve.com. Nearly 80% of people search for lawyers online. They visit websites and check reviews. If your site doesn't appear in the top search results or it presents poorly, you risk losing clients. That's why you must know how your firm stacks up on Google against the competition. See how your reviews impact clients' decisions and how you can get better results from your site. Get an unbiased marketing performance report in under a minute right now at Grow Law Firm. And that's growlawfirm.com slash unbillable. Once again, growlawfirm.com slash unbillable. And hello again. I am speaking with Philip Fairley. He's the president of the Rainmaker Institute. And we've been talking about intake. We've been talking about intake a lot. But what we're really talking about, it's not about intake. It's about treating your leads, your prospective clients, the ones who are going to buy and the ones who aren't with great respect so that they have the greatest chance of learning why they should work with your business. But I wanted to take another step out of just intake, Philip, and talk about because we one of the things that's frustrating for a lot of law firms is, okay, we get the lead. Maybe we called them. Or we emailed them and we didn't reach them or we don't get a response. And you're like, okay, next lead. Like what should, what are law firms not doing? What should they be doing regarding getting that lead to a place where they can make a decision to work with you or not? Yeah. People may get intake right. But then remember, a lot, most law firms thinks their marketing stops when the phone rings. So what I'm talking about is nurturing. That's a clearly different type mm -hmm. of marketing. So the larger, the more leads that you're getting, the more sophisticated you have to be with this. If you're getting under 20, 30, 40 leads a month, you can potentially do some of this manually. If you're getting over that, you have to automate this. Right. Bring your questions to our open table because I can tell you some more about that. But let me talk to you about best practices. So one, you have to know, you have to slice your practice areas down as thinly as you possibly can. So in order to nurture appropriately. So what do I mean by that? So if they come in and, they're, and they need a divorce, well, we look at that as that's not just family law or divorce. That's divorce with children, divorce without children, divorce that's a business owner that has large assets, mediation potential, right? So you can look at these because you need different types of communication. 
So what you need to do is you need to communicate automatically, or if you're getting less than 30, 40 leads a month, you can do some of this manually, but promise, I promise you, you put in automation, it will pay for itself in a month or two. You do oh, it yeah. manually, it will never get done straight. But, you know, I know budgets are different. So, so let's say, for instance, there's a divorce with children and, and they didn't make a decision to, to set an appointment. One of the new things I just started talking about, Chris, probably about three months ago, because I'm so passionate about video right now, is scattering and implementing and publishing videos in your nurturing. Oh my goodness, not in just your lead generation, but in your nurturing. So sure. here's, if you take nothing out of this, here's one practical strategy I can tell you right now that will put money in the bank next month. So for those people, um, you can do this for both two type of, of, of sections. One, the people that don't set an appointment with you. And then the ones that go to your consult and don't hire you. Remember, those are your most expensive leads. They went to your marketing. They talked to your intake. They set the appointment. You took the time. Those leads are flipping expensive. So for yeah. the ones that don't take, that, that don't set an appointment during intake or the ones that don't hire you initially during the consult, you know what? Usually you need four to 10 email messages dripped out to them over time. Like if you're an estate planner, um, that's going to be over two months. If you're criminal defense or family, if you're criminal defense, that's going to be over a week and a half. Your sales cycle mm -hmm. is different, right? If you're family law, maybe it's over two weeks. So you have these messages pre-written, ready to send out on a schedule. So if they call in and they've got divorce and they have children, you're going to talk to them about protecting their faith, their, their children and their future and those things that relate to them versus somebody that has a divorce with no children. They're like, I just want to get it done, get it quick, get me out, least cost, different type of nurturing. Right. Sure. But one yeah. of the things, the strategy I want to tell you right now, no matter what your practice area is, no matter what their case type or their specific matter is, that first message, the ones that don't hire you at the consult or they don't set an appointment. Here's what we do. You send out a message to them and it's a video message embedded in an email or a text or both. Actually, what it's like to be a client of ours day number one. Hmm. If you're a bankruptcy firm. What's the why of, of the person calling in? I got to get out of debt. I got to protect my family, right? So if it's bankruptcy, you're like, day number one, working with our firm, we take all the pressure off you. You'll never have to talk to another collector. We're going to hold your hand through the entire process. You're going to have an entire team fighting for you, becoming between you and everyone else. We're on your team. Okay. I don't know about you, but that kind of resonates with me. Right. No, that, I mean, I think that's fantastic because now you put this, I, I don't want it because it's a video, it's an image, but it, it's not, it's not the video image, but you've actually put, you've let the client put themselves in the chair of being your client. Yes. The perspective, you put the prospect in the chair of being your client and they can't get rid of that. That's like, that's now there. They're confused. They don't know how the court systems work. Even if they're a repeat yeah. client in your criminal defense, they definitely don't know how the court system works. They would be doing it right. Um, they're confused. They don't, they don't want to talk to an attorney. Sorry. Sorry to break it to you. One, uh, another thing, they all think you're the same and scary and going to charge them a lot of money every time they pick up the phone. What it's like to be a client of ours, day number one. Here's one other place where you can do some nurturing. This pre-sells and will increase your sales close rate at the consultation. And if you've got mm -hmm. a show rate problem, like if you're an estate planner, you're like, I don't remember the last time somebody didn't show for an appointment. If you're a bankruptcy, I'm like, yeah, uh, one out of two. I'm criminal defense. Right, yeah, right. I got a 30% show rate every single week. 
here's another particular strategy that will solve that. I won't make it 100%, but then you'll close a lot more at the sales, at the consultation. Yeah. So, you know, what we do, we set up systems for our clients, our intake systems, we call it turbine. But you set it up in whatever platform you're using. So when they set the appointment, right, they get a text message, just like the dentist. Here's your location. Here's the Zoom link. Here's our office address. Here's our phone number. Here's the time. Here's a calendar invite to put it on there, right? That's normal. Kind of what I call table stakes. You set an appointment, give the information to the person, set the appointment. Because one, you just don't want to leave it up to, to guessing. Then uh, we usually, depending upon their sales cycle, usually that same day, within a couple hours, we have it set to then send them what we call a profile video. This is a video of the person that they're going to have their consultation with. And it's a minute, two minutes, three minutes max. And it's not, I went to Northwestern Law and I had a, you know, right. this is where I clerked and this is, you know, blah, 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 blah. And people don't care about that, right? You want to talk, you want to humanize yourself. Throw a dad joke. I would throw a dad joke in because if I'm a dad, I'm being a little humorous. One of my passion, I love to cook and I love to travel. If you saw my waistline, you'd understand why I like to cook. Um, and I love to travel. I love my pet and I, and my daughters are in travel volleyball. Hmm. I oh, wow. started wow. to be an attorney because here's my story or my happened to my dad or my family, or I came to help people just like you. I can't yep. wait to see you. Make sure you bring all your questions. End of the video. Now, you've already almost had like a first sales meeting with them. So by the time they see you, it's like, okay, this guy already or this gal, I already know what he looks like or she looks like. I know what why they're doing this. And you get to frame the type of person and attorney you are even before they show up. That fixes show rates and helps you pre-sell them even before they come to the console. I think that's amazing. So listen, we talked about like, and I just want to kind of nail this down a little bit because we've talked about like, this will make it better. This will make it better. This will have good results. This is what people are doing wrong. This is what you should do better. Do you have, but we taught at the very front of the show, we said something about being data driven. Yeah. So do you have any case studies about how improving intakes? Do you have any like numbers we can throw around here about how improving intakes has actually helped an actual law firm do better? Yes. And I don't want to use this as a plug for Rainalytics. But I will tell you, when law firms start looking at their numbers, like what's your close rate? What's your qualification rate? Why they didn't hire? How long does it take for them to hire later? What percentage set an appointment? What percentage show from what lead source? By which practice area? Which intake person sets the highest appointments? We have clients all the time that will have four attorneys taking consults. They're like, yeah, we just round robin whoever's free and available on their calendar, they get the next appointment, right? How many law firms do that? I see a show of hands. Obviously <laughs> I can, but I would see a room full of hands. When you know what their close rate is, then you accordingly assign people that can sell, that can close, they take the consoles. So many times we walk into a law firm, they're like, yeah, no, there's me, I have a partner and I have three associates. And me and my partner take most of them, but my partner closes at 14%. I close at 53%. Right. And we tell them, your partner needs to just do the work and stop taking consults. Yeah. You need to stop yeah. showing up to court. You do the consultations. But when we implement Rainalytics into our clients' firms, we're talking about into their billing, into their time on desk, into their practice management, into their intake, into all their marketing. How much it's like cost per lead? How much it costs per client acquisition? All of these things. When you start running your firm by numbers, 
our average client within 18 months has increased their revenue by at least 40% without increasing their marketing budget. And that's phenomenal, right? That's because that's, in a sense, it's not free money because you still have to service the work, but it sure juices your ROI on the marketing. Then your marketing yep. budgets shrink because you're yep. paying less to acquire a client. You rest at night knowing every lead is nurtured to the nth degree. Talk about being able to get a good sleep and sleep at night. I can make payroll and I know every lead is being nurtured to its nth degree. Just extracting because there's so many people that call a law firm that are confused. They're not ready to make a decision. And so you may be warming them up and they're like, okay, yeah, I probably do have a case that I need. And then they're calling three other firms. And then the one that empathizes with them, that sends them a profile video or what it's like to be a client. They're like, yep, I'm doing, I'm, I'm hiring them. All the while you warm them up to the idea that they actually had standing. That's right. That's right. And you're not on their radar anymore. And that does happen. I know it. And unfortunately, Philip, we're going to have to leave it right there. There's so much more we can talk about. We'll probably bring you back and do do some more because there's there's topics where we didn't even touch yet. But for right now, the first thing I want to say to our listeners is that just to remind that Philip has agreed to be on the uh, community table on the June episode. Um, so that's June 15th, I believe it is. It's always the third Thursday at three Eastern. Um, I think it's June 15th. And, and so if you have questions for Philip, you can come there and ask him. But Philip, not everybody's going to be able to do that. So what's another way if people want to learn more about what, what we've talked about here today, how can they reach out to you? Yeah, the best way is, and obviously if it's a one-to-one, -one, I'm always open for a consultation or just quick poke my, you know, pick my brain. I love to talk. I, I think you can see the passion, how passionate I am, because <laughs> yeah. it's just life-changing. Yeah. It changes their family, yep. their future. Their, but the best way to learn about these type of like real strategies instead of theoretical change your mindset type, that's important. But I'm talking about real strategies like we were talking about today is come to one of our Rainmaker retreats. Our next one's in August and that's in Vegas right on the strip at the Paris Hotel. And then we'll have one at the end of the year as well. We usually do three or four a year. Um, if you go to rainmakerretreat.com, rainmakerretreat.com, and you'll find out all about, you'll see videos of and testimonials, what people learn. It's a couple hundred bucks. You will walk away with a notebook of, oh, now I need to put a mirror in here. Now I need a profile video. Yeah. Now I need to do these four steps. They come back with a run book, a playbook for their firm. Fantastic. All right. Well, thank you, Philip. And of course, this does wrap up this edition of the Unbillable Hour. Um, thank you all for listening and for hanging out here with us. My guest today, one more time, is Philip Fairley. He's the president of the Rainmaker Institute. Rainmakerretreat.com um, is where you can uh, sign up to learn more at one of his Rainmaker retreats. Or from that, you can also just reach out to him and say, hey, I need to talk for a yeah. few minutes. And of course, yes, come to the community table, third Thursday at three, and uh, Philip will answer your questions. And I might answer a couple too. Until then, I am Christopher T. Anderson, and I look forward to seeing you next month as we bring out another great guest and as we learn more about topics that help us build the law firm business that works for you. Remember that you can subscribe to all the editions of this podcast at LegalTalkNetwork.com or on iTunes. In the meantime, thank you for joining us, and we will speak again soon. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by Legal Talk Network. 
its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Thanks for listening to the Unbillable Hour, the Law Practice Advisory Podcast. Join us again for the next edition, right here with Legal Talk Network. Learn by doing with Practicing Law Institute's award-winning on-demand interactive programs. Developed by experts in learning design, these immersive programs incorporate the latest in research-based instructional design and technology, allowing you to try out concepts, challenge yourself, and grow your skills using real-world scenarios. With programs focusing on professional development, client-facing skills, and law practice management, you can earn CLE while you learn. Launch now at pli.edu interactive or download PLI's mobile app.